0: Does the idea of having a home inspection at your personal home freak you out? It freaks out a lot of people. So today, Tasha and I are talking about how to prepare for a home inspection when you're the seller.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the Realtor Moms podcast. I'm Tasha. And I'm Jamie. We're full-time realtors in the
0: FM and surrounding areas and admittedly average moms. This is how we sell homes.
1: And try to keep our kids alive. Well, this is one that I would definitely say is needed right now, this episode right yeah. here, right, Jamie? <laughs> totally. Yes. We're
0: we're gonna talk about inspections from the seller's perspective.
1: Like how many times have you and I both had sellers that say, Okay, well what do I do now? Do you have any information right. for us? What do we need to address? Prepare for. Exactly. All that stuff.
0: So, so yeah, here's, here's some answers.
1: One of the (laughs) things that I do tell my clients, if they don't get to it before listing their house, Mm -hmm. I do say, okay, well, now's the time. Have that furnace serviced and cleaned. Yes. Because if you don't do it now, you very well are going to be asked to do it after the fact. Right. And
0: along with that too is you know, sometimes there isn't time, right? I mean, some, sometimes
1: there's just not time. Sometimes there's
0: not time. So at the bare minimum, change your filter. Exactly. Especially if you haven't done it in like two weeks. And I know that maybe sounds two weeks wasteful. Two months? <laughs> no, no. I mean two weeks, especially if you have an animal. But sometimes we see them in there like... For a year or more. They're, they're furry is what they are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and that just signals to a buyer a, a potential, you know, neglect. Like, oh, they, they neglected to change their furnace filter. It's maybe not the case at all, but again this is just about um sort of reducing mm-hmm. the concerns that
1: a buyer may have Correct. unnecessarily. Because if it's very dirty, I can guarantee you, no matter what, they're probably going to ask to have that yeah. cleaned and serviced. Totally,
0: totally. So yeah, do that if you can. And here's another side note. If your furnace filter is really dirty, it can be such that um, it trips a sensor in your furnace and actually stops your furnace from working or stops your air conditioning from working. Mm-hmm. We're getting into the winter months now and nobody would like to come home to a froze out house.
1: No, So. No.
0: Anyway, anybody out there listening, maybe go check your furnace filter. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I've got one. um, Again, kind of seasonal here, but sprinkler systems. Have have them blown out. Have them blown out if it's winter. Have them recharged or whatever they call it when they start them back up for you in the spring. Adjust the heads, get everything lined up and ready. Um, You don't want to leave that to potentially... um, the the risk of it freezing or a buyer moving in not knowing it needs to be done again if the season calls for it and it's time probably get on the schedule to get that thing blown out along the same kind of lines if you've got the diverters for your sump pump discharge to go into city sewer versus out to the backyard Uh, Right along the time when things start to freeze is a good time to switch that valve. Correct. And I believe the cities of Fargo, West Fargo, and Moorhead all send people like a notice. They do send a notice. Yeah. So if you haven't done that, and again, time is, you know, it's the right season. It's that time of year, yes. Definitely something to do.
1: One thing I tell people too, if you haven't changed out your batteries and your smoke alarms, um, Mm. you know. And thermostats. And thermostats. Now is the time. Yes. Now is the time. And those things are going to be
0: checked during your inspection too. So just... Another way of preventing an unnecessary item that gets called for on your home inspection report.
1: One thing to keep in mind too, if your home doesn't have a carbon monoxide detector, you know maybe now is the time to put one yes. in. It's not
0: that expensive, right? And it's it's good. It just is another level of safety for the occupants in your own home. Correct. So if you don't have one, it's probably a decent time to get one. How about uh, garden hoses? I I, I know, I keep going back to this wintertime thing, but if you still have your garden hose connected to the side of your home, and it is any time between, what, I don't know, October and May, May. (laughs) depending on the year, unhook that puppy. Even a frost-free outdoor spigot cannot still have a hose connected to it because... Because
1: if they see that, I guarantee that one of the things that will be asked as a mm-hmm. plumber is to come out to verify that mm-hmm. there are no problems. I guarantee right. that will happen. I've and had to ask for that yes, many times, unfortunately. and we've unfortunately. seen
0: where a homeowner thinks, well, I have a frost-free or a freezeless outdoor spigot. Yes, but as, if that water hose is still connected to the spigot, that water hose right there at that connection is most likely still full of water. And it will freeze and it will max out the capacity and, and potentially compromise the ability of that frost free forget to even, you know, not basically have a major problem um, despite it saying that it's a frost free I'm
1: going to pick on my husband a little bit. This is one of the things he always forgets to do. And then it gets oh. to be like, oh, we're getting a free, we're freezing and I'm going yes. around the outside of the house being like, dang you, Mike. Right. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No, just, just unhook those things. It's a good, it's a really good idea. What I, else? Do you I would say you know make sure you have a clear access to any crawl spaces or your attic a- or access attics. because that's they, a great one. They will I can guarantee an inspector is going to want to look at a crawl space and or a yep. you know attic access. That's Even some, unavoidable. It's, it's something yeah. to expect.
0: Even some appraisals um depending on your buyer's financing type, the appraiser may need to have access to the crawl space and the attic. And it's not just pointing up at the ceiling or down at the floor and saying that's where it is. It's actually, you know, if it's in your like master bedroom closet or something, do everybody a favor, including yourselves. Um, Just move the clothing a little bit out of the way. You know, take the things off the top shelf. That makes it really hard to get up there. It's going to prevent your stuff from getting a little bit of insulation or dust fall down on it when they climb up in there. um, And also just make it easier to access. Yes, so good all the way around. They're also going to have to use like a really thin um, knife, like a like a razor style knife, to slice open the seal on that access door. If depending on the type of access that you have, um, and that shouldn't alarm you. That's that's kind of part of the process. So. Don't panic if you see that somebody has sliced open that caulking seal around your attic access. that's sort of essential. That's
1: actually one of the things I tell my buyer clients every single time. It's like, okay, uh, you know, put this on your to-do list to do within the first couple of weeks moving in. Seal that attic access. Mm -hmm. Because it just just gives the
0: opportunity for air to exchange between your attic and your living space. And those two temperatures are not the same. And anytime you have a big difference in temperature, you invite the possibility of mold. Yes. We don't want that. No, none at all. <laughs> so there's a buyer tip, even though we're talking about sellers today. <laughs> um, I, I got one. How about uh, like slow drains, leaky faucets, simple little tiny things that, that you – Here's the thing, sellers often just we learn to kind of live with these minor nuisance inconvenience items. Mm-hmm. And and we don't really think about them. So a lot of times what'll happen is we'll go to we'll have the inspection, we'll notice that that, you know, second bathroom sink drain is super slow and we know your daughter has like 17-inch long hair. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rather as than the person who has yes. three daughters.
0: <laughs> I only have one but she sheds like (laughs) also maybe her mom sheds but that's okay anyway um if you know you've got a slow drain it's way it, it behooves you to get a little drain snake thread it down through there, clean that sucker out. That way you're not giving buyers the potential to get concerned because they're not trying to be pains in the butts most of the time. They just want to make sure
1: there's no major Major issue. issue. And from you taking care of these, you know, these slight things that you know what the problem is, it prevents having Mm -hmm. to hire the plumber to come in to verify there's not a problem. Totally. Because many times we ask for a professional licensed contractor, plumber, whoever may be involved to come and verify that these issues are not a problem.
0: And that is double sided too. Having a professional do the the fix or the check or the inspection both protects the seller because you've had an independent third party vet whatever it is that's being checked, right? So it it's not that having, not a, a bad having somebody thing. there is bad. It's just if you don't have to pay for it, we'd like to save you that expense.
1: Exactly. Especially with these simple things. Simple things where you know it's your daughter's very long hair that's mm-hmm. causing the problem. A same thing with
0: like a light bulb. I mean, honestly, it sounds kind of silly. And yes, most inspectors will try to find a similar fit to replace it. But like the microwave light bulb, I mean, I've been in a situation where a buyer asked for a 100 bucks because the microwave light bulb didn't work. And we were real close to closing and they just didn't have time to, you know, run to the store and get one or whatever. At the end of the day, it, it was like a seven dollar light bulb. Exactly.
1: Well, that's one thing <laughs> I see all the time is the fireplace remote. Oh yes, because right. They want to reinspect or our fireplace. Want, inspection. And another reason to come in to verify it's working. Of course, as any yes. buyer, we want to verify that yes, your fireplace is going to be working. Mm-hmm. But if it's because of the batteries, change out the batteries. Exactly. You that's can a great save one. everyone a hassle. You know, and yeah. including yourself from having to vacate your home.
0: Right, for another inspection. For another inspection. That is so good. Um, Maybe one of the last ones that I have is keeping your sump pump area accessible. Correct. So um, if it's in a storage area or a utility room where you commonly have lots of boxes or other things kind of in the way, um, you really need to make sure that that is accessible more than anything just so that they don't have to come back for a second trip or want to hire a plumber to look at it because... They they
1: can't when they're there. I will say this, too. If you know it's been more than five years that your sump pump hasn't been changed out, yeah. change it out. It's going to come up. Right. It's gonna come up. They're I'm like a hundred and fifty
0: dollars or less in some even cases. Even some
1: cases a hundred. I mean, right. it, it, you save yourself money from having for you if you feel comfortable completing the work versus hiring a plumber. That could be for five hundred. Could be more. Right. I mean, could be more. Right. It Could be less. But you again, if you have the capability to take care of the work, right. take care of it. If it's something simple like
0: that, those are generally come with the good instructions for it, you know removing the old one, installing the new one. Um, If it looks older than your oldest child, (laughs) (laughs) who's over five, right? (laughs) Or even over three in some cases, time for a new sump pop. Correct. (laughs) Uh, Those are our tips for sellers for how to prepare
1: for a home inspection when you're selling your home. Thanks for listening. Just think, you could hear from us every day if we were your Realtors. So give us a call or shoot us a text, send a smoke signal, or find us on Facebook. However you do it, just
0: reach out. We'd love to hear from you. And be sure to subscribe. Find more episodes at
1: RealtormomsPodcast.com or iTunes. This podcast is produced by Tasha Barrett and Jamie R. Swenson of Park Company Realtors, 4170 41st Avenue South, Fargo, North Dakota.